Welcome to Road to Play Podcast. I am your game master, Kent Blue. We are an actual play podcast where I play tabletop role-playing games with my friends from all over the world. So if you're ready, grab a player sheet, grab some dice, and let's roll to play. And we are back once again with more Into the World Revolt of the Machines. I am joined, as always, by my fantastic players who we're going to go around and meet them all once again. Uh, we will start with Diana this time. Hi, I'm Diana Lorraine. I'm playing Diana Lorraine. You can find me on Twitter at Modcaster. <laughs> Morgan, you can be next. All right. Hi, I'm Morgan Nuncio. Um you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Serena Bezos. That's S-I-R-E-N-A-B-E-S-O-S. And bring us home, Alex. Alex Tully. Alex Tully lives on Twitter. Okay. So where we last left off, uh, we are a year after the very first incident with the cyborgs. We have, You all have traveled all over the place. You've gone from Owensboro to the Hoosier National Forest to Cincinnati and back to Owensboro, where you all have set up camp probably for a few months now. Uh, you have a nice little routine going on in a high school. You got a few communities around you. And last time, uh, good old me, good old Kent Blue walked his butt back through into your lives. Some of you trusted him. Uh, actually, exactly one of you trusted him, uh, that he was who he said he was and not a cyborg, that they were an enhanced person. Uh, and two of y'all are a little weary. But I came bearing the gift of, the, of a virus that would free people that have been trapped in a communal pod uh, and possibly help in the cyborg, I don't know, takeover of the world. So a plan was made. Uh, you all traveled to the community that's at a golf course, uh, Hillcrest Golf Course, on the other side of Owensboro, where you met up with, uh, you know, a handful of folks led with their leader, Todd, uh, who likes to go by the name Eagle, though nobody calls him Eagle except himself. Everybody just calls him Todd. Uh and it turns out that two of you, Diana and Morgan, are going to go with one of the Hillcrest folks, Wedge, to the communal pod, uh, you're going to see if this virus actually works. You've talked to Kent. Kent told you how things worked, uh, how to how to upload the virus to the little center of the communal pod that would free everybody. And Alex, you didn't really have a role to play because you've hurt your foot. Uh, it hasn't it hasn't fully recovered, and so last we left, Todd said that he thought he had something you could help him with. Yes, perfect. So we're all we're all caught up. Um, I think we're going to start with Morgan and Diana and Wedge. You all are already out the door on your way over to what used to be a Walmart is now this communal pod that has, you know, anywhere from 30 to 40 humans kind of hooked up to this machine. And they're kind of using kind of being used as an energy source, kind of like the Matrix, you know. Uh, but you all have just set out. You're maybe just a couple minutes out to the door, making your way. It's it's about 
it's probably a good mile before you get there. So you got a little bit of time of sneaking and talking to Wedge. Uh, just a reminder, Wedge is in their early 40s. They are kind of, they're fit. They're the runner of the Hillcrest group. They, you know, so they keep themselves in shape. They're quick. They're agile. They sneak around real easy. They've got short kind of short brown hair. Um, they're dressed. They're, I mean, it's it's cooler. I think, I don't know if we established, I think we're around November though. I think maybe what we said. Uh, so yeah, you're all bundled up for the weather, which good thing about Kentucky in the, in the winter, it could be November and still be, you know, fairly warm, not freezing cold. We're going to say it's not freezing cold or snowing, but you all have set out. If uh, you all, let's see. Wait, hold on. Sorry. I just, did you say it's snowing? Oh, it's not snowing. Oh, okay. Not I was going to have a freak out because Morgan does not know how to function in snow. <laughs> <laughs> nope. No snow. So you, you three are just walking. Um, just, I mean, keeping, keeping quiet. Uh, I think something you all know is that cyborgs haven't really been actively patrolling the area in the past few months like you've seen them do before where they come through the areas and just kind of do regular sweeps uh that's kind of slowed down so you all can kind of move comfortably uh you I mean you have to move carefully and, and not be too loud but you know you, you're all accustomed to how you can move and talk and kind of what to be on the lookout for you know um what do you all what do you all bring as far as like protection that's a good question um, I don't think we discussed it last time, so it's whatever you want to have. We also didn't discuss weapons either, so. I, know we have I think I'm still rocking the kitchen knife. I stole it from the pizza parlor. Okay. But I think I have it in like a knife holster now. Yeah. So that's that's definitely there. And then you provided us with a, a potential list. I did. I gave you a list oh, from the book. Of weapons. I mean, there's no way I'm not going to throw an object at some at some point. Like, that's just my go-to move. <laughs> what is your thrown object of choice? It's just whatever's next to me. Okay. That's okay. just, that's a fact. So whatever uh, you I, pick up. I don't need to carry a, an object to throw with me unless it's a grenade. <laughs> I love that, like, though, they give you on the list, you know, rock and empty bottle, which makes sense. But toaster is there squeezed in the middle, which is great. <laughs> I, I like that it's going to be exactly like a household item. Like if you're having yeah, yeah, no, a good. scuffle. It's, yeah. Yeah. I just can picture two of them being found on the ground and one having like no place in the wild. <laughs> I think, well, I guess if it was the brave little toaster, he might be in the wild. That's, that's. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, you don't know my life. Brave like, little toaster. <laughs> one of the scenarios from this book is maximum overdrive where everything that's a machine comes to life and attacks you. So that's awesome. I don't know if it's more depressing or less right now. <laughs> I don't know. I can't decide. Um, let's see. Um, so I have a knife. I think I'm trying to decide if I want a pistol. Your GM would recommend you have a pistol. <laughs> well, I was trying to say I wanted to do that, or do I want to go... The Walking Dead route and have a bow and arrow. <laughs> Picture Diane with a giant sword. <laughs> that would be awesome. 
I will <laughs> picture me with the giant yeah. sword. Should you just walking through with like the Buster Blade from Final Fantasy? <laughs> did, did we go to? Did we get it from the convention? Like I mean, I really. Oh yeah, absolutely. That that was, I, that was one of the convention items. I really yeah. like that. Those are the vibes I give you, Alex. But yeah. no. <laughs> I feel like convention sword is going to break the first time you hit something. Like that. <laughs> That's also true. Also, it's very, very unbalanced. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have made it out of the escape from the convention. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a pistol. Wedge does have a uh, single shot rifle uh, for, you know, that, that they can reload pretty quickly. I'm going to go with um, what I'm comfortable with because I have 14 years of softball under my belt and mm. use a baseball bat. Okay. Nice. nice. Very comfortable with a baseball bat. Also, I, never mind, I'm not going to tell you. Oh, no, I'm going to tell you all. I actually took about six years of twirling as well, baton twirling. So. Oh, nice. <laughs> that's amazing. That's That should be the weapon right there. Yeah, I love it. Those, those batons are really light, but they're also very like easy to bend. So it's not a really Oh, yeah. No, you can go full Nightwing on these things. Like <laughs> one in each hand. Yeah. Whack, whack. So I'm going to go with the baseball bat and. Mark, Morgan, would you prefer I not have a pistol? No, you can have a pistol. I actually was also thinking about having one, too. Okay, I just wanted to double check. Yeah. Wait, what? I think whatever gun I was using at the... When I was doing my rounds, I left there. Yeah. And okay. I probably just took a pistol with me just to have... Which, I do have some training with the pistol. I'm not good with the pistol IRL, okay. but, like, I've been to a shooting range before and if with the pistol. Yeah. So um, something else I meant to go over before um, is we established that that the cyborgs have like humans with them that are acting as guards. So the thing I want to check in on is um, they are, I mean, we, we established that I can cut out uh, that the cyborgs have like you know, people they haven't fully enhanced, they have at least enhanced for like mind control and, you know, kind mm -hmm. of use them as guards. Or if we're not comfortable with that, they could be actually like people that like, hey, I don't want to get killed by the cyborg. So why not just work with them? Mm. Scabs. I don't know what y'all would be more comfortable with from a gaming aspect, um, but I wanted to check in on that. Mm. Because those are the people you're going to be coming up against, uh, which my recommendation via Wedge was going to be, you know, like knee shots and stuff. You know, the Terminator route. Um, how would we confirm that they're under mind control? Um, they would be known, like at this point. It would just be okay. something you know. So, okay, yeah, it's just a player comfortable thing. If you're, I mean, my recommendation was going to be shoot to you know, uh, well, if you okay. even, if you even engage with them that way to, um, disarm and as opposed to shoot to kill, or we could just sneak around them. However y'all want to approach such situ situation. I, I think rather I think, sneak first. <laughs> I think my approach is going to be to try to sneak to avoid like confrontation completely mm -hmm. and regard either way, 
if you try to murder me, I'm going to try to murder you back. <laughs> That's just, regardless of whichever tactic we employ. Yeah. So <laughs> you try on, to murder me. I'm going to try to murder you back. So on a on a comfort on a player comfort level, um, would you rather them be okay? We, I mean, they can be. We could just make them all cyborgs. Honestly, I mean, um, just are there the, different levels of cyborg? Yeah, there could be that where they are cyborgs and then full on like robots, maybe. But okay. we could do that route if everybody's more comfortable that way. Um, I just want, I, you know, I just didn't know how you all felt about like mind control, kind of loss of, you know, uh, autonomy as opposed to like cyborg sympathizers. This is stuff I meant to hash out before we started today, but forgot. Can 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 we not have sympathizers in yeah, this that's game? Totally, yeah, perfect. Yeah, there absolutely. We go. Yep. Uh, we will go with. Um, they're just lesser, lesser cyborgs. cyborgs. Yeah, lesser, lesser cyborgs. cyborgs. We will go. Fewer enhancements. Fewer yeah, enhancements. I will. Yeah, they are. They're the yeah. Cool. Fewer enhancements. I uh, will. Um, edit around that in the previous okay. episode because that came up in that but i'll edit around so yeah we'll just go with you know um what am i thinking of henchmen cyborgs <laughs> there you go okay. henchmen yeah that's a good word henchborgs yeah henchborgs henchborgs, henchborgs. henchborgs. Yeah. so okay you all are going you two are armed with pistols um and wedge has a single shot uh rifle um as they tell you you know they've 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 said, you know, I practice. Well, if you want to make actual conversation, we can do that instead of me just regurgitating stuff at you. <laughs> I guess maybe we should discuss what our actual plan is with Wedge. Yeah. Um, so as you're walking, Wedge is like, okay, so what exactly is our plan? Have you all been to? Have you scouted this this area before? Uh, it's been scouted by some members of our camp before previously. Um, is, do we have a layout of this Walmart or are we just making it all up? Uh, we'll make out the interior. Li- we'll make up the interior layout. Okay. Um, there's a side entrance that is not surveilled very often. And so that's our best in because we want to avoid confrontation as much as humanly possible in order to get in and disable this pod. Okay. So... Um, I know I've scouted it quite a bit, they say, uh, and they say, you know, there's five of the, you know, um, grunt cyborgs, we call them, that kind of patrol mm-hmm. the outside. Um, we know there's, I, th- I think we've scouted at least seven total entrances. Um, you know, okay. we, we, we haven't been up here in a while because the cyborgs quit coming out so much. And so we just, we've just been hunkering down. Todd wants us all just to hunker down and not really engage. So we quit, we quit patrolling the area, but, um, yeah, I mean, we're probably, I mean, we can try to sneak through, we can try to take out, you know, try to isolate one of these, you know, grunt cyborgs and take them out. I would rather avoid detection. Yeah. Because I don't know if they're linked at all. So if we take out one, will that alert the other ones? Yeah, I don't think I don't think I don't think they're linked in that way. Um, at least not in our experience. They they okay. don't seem to be. Hmm. Well, I'd rather avoid detection. Yeah, no, that's probably smart. I mean, if we don't, if we try to engage and don't take it out quickly, uh, then it will probably definitely be able to call out. So. 
Yeah. We're trying to shut down the pod and rescue the humans inside. Mm, avoiding avoiding confrontation is our best bet. Yeah, I would try to I would like to do that too. Yeah. So what do y'all know about um this process of freeing the people? I know it's something with a virus and uploading it, but what do you all know beyond that? Like the, the like how to do it. So I pull up my sleeve and I have instructions written on my arm. <laughs> Let's do a roll to see how much you know about it. I mean, just a mental okay. roll to kind of. You have you know, to play the game. You all yeah, both can. Alex. I know. Y'all, y'all both can make a roll. Just kind of collectively, you know, see what you what you know if you how much yeah, you remember. Yeah, I need dice. Hold on. This, what are we rolling for again? Uh, well, yeah, what are we, we're rolling um, logic? Just, there's, yeah, just logic. No negative dice. It's just kind of to see, just kind of to see, like, how much you recall of, you know, what, what Kent told you. Okay, about. I rolled exactly my logic number. Okay, that's a pass. Yes, I passed the uh, test. I'm going to give myself a doing. negative dice because I'm a space cadet and okay. uh, I forget things a lot. Um, I met my number, but okay. I also got negative stress. Yep, so just take a stress. Uh, but yeah, to, together you all remember that. So what Kent told you is you're going to get in and he showed you how to hook the computer up because it's not as easy as plugging a USB stick. You have to actually use a computer and an adapter that, that he gave you and plug it in and he gave you a you know, series of commands to run. Uh, the main thing, the main issue is once you've run it and it completes, uh, you'll, people will start to react, but you will start start unhooking them, which is the longer process. Takes about you know ten to fifteen seconds uh, to unhook each person, and you're dealing mm-hmm. with about forty people, give or take. So it's going to take you a, a little bit of time to to get everybody unhooked. So, player question: What kind of unhooking are we talking about? Are we talking about like IVs? Um. Yeah, it's something similar to that. Yeah. Okay. Just like, like pulling some stuff out of their, you know. All right. Arm. I'm going to give that one to Morgan, <laughs> the medically trained. Wait, what player. am I doing? <laughs> you're, you're, you get to run point on unhooking the humans. Oh, okay. yeah, once, once, once. On tube dude. <laughs> once, tube dudes. <laughs> tube dudes. <laughs> once tube the dudes. machines, once the batteries are turned yeah. off. Yeah. Tube you're dudes, gonna, one uh, machine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, Kent. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. We're just we're just cats. You gotta heard. Just cats. So you, you gotta heard. So you all have all kind of stopped to have this conversation. You kind of hunkered down behind a building. Um, you're about halfway to the Walmart at this point. You can't quite see it yet, but you're about halfway there. And you know, as um, as Wedge is getting the plan, and they're like, "Okay, uh, I can probably." help unhook uh i guess what i'll do my main role will be kind of protection you know in case anybody any cyborgs come in i'll lay down cover as y'all run your program and start you know unhooking and if there's no problem i can help unhook and we'll get them unhooked and then we'll have to herd them out of there i imagine that's going to be the hard part i don't i doubt these people wake up ready to go so yeah um, which is why we're going to need to give some signal back to the base as soon as we, we're clear to let them know we're on our way back. Yeah. Do, do we have a way to communicate with them, like walkie-talkie or 
something. I would imagine you probably have short band radios of some sort. Yeah. We had to hand crank them like World War II. Like, <laughs> no, probably not that. Probably not that. Uh, I think Wedge probably has has a hand, you know, a radio they can use to radio back. So they're like, okay. So yeah, okay. So that sounds like a decent plan. I think once we get there, we just we scout out where the uh, the grunts are first, okay, uh, and see which door is going to be best to go in. Probably one of the side doors, you know, the whichever we'll say you said the west side door, loading dock door is probably mm-hmm. probably the best, and you know we'll just make our way in. Sounds good. Sounds too easy. And which just kind of chuckles. Don't you jinx us. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll jump to Alex for a bit. Alex and Todd. What Alex to? and Todd. Uh, you all are just about to leave. Todd said he needs just a moment to, since he's leaving, he needs to go talk to Birdie and Five Iron. They're kind of in charge sure. when I'm gone. Uh, so Todd heads over to them. He's, you know, he's, he's talking to them, whispering, or not really whispering, but talking to them off to the side and you know and you see them nod and he walks up to you he's putting a pistol into his holster. he's like all right you ready to go yeah let's do it all right uh we're going to be heading towards the neighborhood that's behind the golf course so let's head that way and you all head out and once you're out todd says okay so we're heading uh we know there's a gladius robot a decommissioned one or you know it'd been in a firefight and I'm guessing if this guy that came to your to your uh, base is as smart as he says he is and understands things the way he says he does, that maybe he can take this Gladius and get it up and running and, you know, bolster our ranks, so to say. Uh, that's, I mean, I mean, it can't hurt, right? Yeah, I wouldn't imagine. Uh, yeah, I would imagine it could only help to have, you know, a fully functioning combat robot on our yeah. side. Yeah, so, uh, well, that sounds good to me. So, uh, what do we need to do? What's the... Well, I say we just go get it. Uh, last time we checked, uh, it's about a quarter of a mile that when he points off towards, you see a neighborhood, like, past the golf course. It's like, it's in there. Mm-hmm. I guess there was some firefight or something in there. Uh, but at last time we checked, it was pretty much all put together. Uh, you know, no, no, like rip to shreds or anything. So hopefully it's just a rewiring job and booting up. All right, let's go take a look. Okay. So you all head out, uh, you're walking, it's pretty quiet and Todd's like, so, so who, who is this guy again that, that knows all about this stuff, the virus guy? Uh, his name's Kent. Uh, he was someone we knew shortly before everything went to shit, and um, he came back. Uh, he was, he had been captured, but um, originally by them, came back to us. We put him in all the, you know, expected lockdown procedures. Um, for the most part, we're taking anything he's saying with a grain of salt, but he gave us some info, and it, we figured it's at least worth testing, right? It's rather rather find out, test it and find out that it's wrong or right before we make any decisions about what to do with him going forward. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of, a lot of lives. I mean, you know how big these communal pods are. It's a lot. Of Absolutely. Life. But I mean, the thing at the end of the day, really what, what this is going to come down to is either this is going to work in which case we are going to free these people or frankly it won't. And that's something that 
Morgan and Diana are going to have to reckon with and something we all accepted when we took this job is that this is a possibility this may fail and that we might not come out of this alive. But on the off chance that it does, I think it's worth, we decided it was worth the risk. Hey, you think it'll work? You think that, that we can beat the cyborgs? I mean, I mean, I gotta, right? I gotta hope that it does. What's the alternative? I mean, yeah, I mean, they haven't been patrolling lately. I mean, we've been laying low pretty easily for months now, I'm sure. Same for you all. You all haven't seen, I mean, you ever fear that it's, you know, poking the bear to go in there and yeah, but try to try rather, to do this? You don't remove the bear without risk and poking. Like, you, you gotta, if you're going to haze it out, you got to haze it out. Like, it's either that or let the bear take over the area. It's only a matter of time. Like, I haven't, I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I don't see any reason why they would stop harvesting people. Well, I mean, I guess that makes sense. I don't know. It's just, it's, I mean, I'm not a big fan of putting our, our community at risk on something that may just not work or may just end up with a lot of people dead. I get that. I mean, but no risk, no reward, right? I guess. I mean, I guess we'll just wait and see. Uh, it's all we can do, I guess. You know, we can try Absolutely. to better our chances of not dying. So, yeah, anything we can do to help, let's do it. I think getting this Gladius is going to be super helpful. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, they, I've seen them take down cyborgs on their own. So, I mean, they, they, they've really come a long way since the first wave of them, you know, nine, ten months ago. They've come a long way. They've enhanced them a lot. They're almost human-looking. Uh, so, a lot more agile, uh, you know. <sighs> Absolutely. I mean, we, we did have to do a very thorough scan of and and interrogation of Kent when he came in just because we don't know how advanced these things have gotten. I mean, it's only a matter of time before it's their heart that it's they're barely recognizable as different, you know? Yeah. That's why he's still chained up. Yeah, even, even though he's a friend of ours, we didn't he's not roaming around our base. Yeah. And he kind of stops and he looks at he's like So in your gut, what do you think? Do you think he he has something here? Something's going to work. The three of us wouldn't be out here if we didn't think there was a possibility it could work. He's kind of looks off in the distance and just kind of silently nodding for a couple of seconds. He's like, all right, well, um, yeah, let's head on then. It's, uh, it's just, just through these houses and you know, a couple streets over. So. All right. Oh, great. Continue on in what I assume is a golf cart. Oh, uh, you all are walking. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're walking. Right I'm hobbling. Then. Yeah, sure. He's taking it slow enough for you. Yeah. All right, we'll leave you two there as you start to enter the neighborhood that's behind the golf course. And we will catch back up over with Morgan and Diana as you kind of, you know, turn the corner and you can see the old Walmart. Uh, there's a bunch of cars in the parking lot. The doors are kind of blocked with cars as well. Uh, so either people pull the cars up in front of the, the doors or the cyborgs barricaded themselves in, or barricaded the place. But as you get up there, uh, you, you know, wedge kind of takes place. They get behind, you know, kind of lay low kind of get at a higher vantage point than you all to kind of take look. And they have a pair of binoculars and they're kind of just scanning the area. 
I'm going to look as well, but I don't have binoculars unless I grab some, which would have been smart. So could have grabbed some. If you want them, you can have them. All right, I'm gonna also whip out my binoculars and um, take a look-see. Okay. I'm gonna say I have the computer, so I don't have binoculars. Yeah. So as you scan the area, uh, you see kind of at the at the head of the parking lot, there's a gas station and you see near there, there are two of these uh, grunt cyborgs, you know, kind of equally distance away from that, kind of patrolling a small area there. Uh, and as you look around, you see a couple more closer to the building. Uh, and um, so you see four at the moment out front. There are four out front that you know of. And the, the, the cyborgs, I mean, they're they're kind of similar to what you saw in the beginning of, of it. You know, they're light, light enhancements. You know, you could kind of see after, you know, a year or so of doing this, you can you see a lot more mechanical parts than than you than you used to see just as, you know, they're doing it. They're not they're not doing so much to hide the cyborgs now as you know they were earlier where kind of surprise and, you know, making people believe that they were just dealing with the government agent or whatnot was kind of the key to getting the the attack now they just like enhance stuff and you know don't care if it shows as mechanically or not but they are all armed with uh with shotguns and they're just kind of walking little patterns you know does it look like it's a um you see the patterns but is it like if you're playing a video game you watch it after a while it's the same pattern over and over again yeah yeah they're definitely in video game mode they're they're they've got their they've got their pre-programmed uh route they're going to take and they're going to keep taking it okay so i say we're gonna watch to figure out the pattern so that we can make the best approach okay how long do we wait (laughs) (laughs) i think you probably get the gist of it within you know 15 or 20 minutes of watching you know, okay. you pick up on their patterns. Okay. And so Wedge, uh, they, they're looking and they say, well, I think they do leave that kind of back west in, west entrance pretty much, you know, the back, the back loading dock there around the corner, unless they got a bunch of them stationed around back, you know. We can probably move and, and get up there fairly easily if we're quiet. Okay, I think yeah, I think we can do that. Or one of us can cause a distraction, and the other two go around. I'd rather all of us be together. Agreed. Okay. okay. Uh, okay then. Well, um, I guess we can start sneaking our way up, and you know, try to get into that that loading dock door. All right. Do we need to roll? Uh, yeah, we'll roll. Uh, yeah, we'll do a roll. Uh, I will say you get, I mean, fairly easily, you, you, I mean, you all have been doing this for a year, you know how to kind of move, you know, mm-hmm. stuff. but once you get up and get ready to make your way into the building, I think that's where we're going to do the roll. And I'm going to, I'm going to roll for wedge as well, instead of playing okay. it all on you all, giving the potential that the, the NPC in the game can screw it all up for you. Oh man. Um... <laughs> Uh, so do we get a negative dice? Is that right? We're going to do one negative dice for just trying, you know, I mean, you're trying to evade patrols. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. Are we doing 
what is it? Vitality or dexterity? Um, I think dexterity probably to stay okay. to move and stay quiet. I'm gonna give Voyage two positive dice and one negative. Okay. Oh, I didn't update that. There you. Whatever. I'll just roll <laughs> one dice and then one negative dice. Okay, I rolled under my deck, my vitality, but I rolled, and then I rolled over it with my negative dice. Uh, so well, your neg, yeah, your negative dice. Well, your negative dice is just there to cause stress. It's not going to okay. cause you to fail. So by okay. roll by rolling, you know, by rolling under, you're going to pass. Okay, cool. Okay. Oh, wait, real quick. Since it's been a year, do we get rid of all the um, stress that we've? Yeah, yeah. Unless there's any you narratively want to hold on to, you know, you can. But otherwise, you work okay. through it or healed yourself. I'll just build it back up. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I lost charisma and empathy. That's that's what happened. Yeah. Wedge is definitely taking a stress. Um, and I think it. I mean, it's just you know probably just the mental anguish or, or physical strain and stuff of moving quietly and stopping and, you know, starting and staying low, you know, but everybody does stay quiet enough to, to get through, to get into the loading dock. Mm -hmm. I also took a stress. So I understand wedge. <laughs> so once you're in, uh, the building's pretty dark, uh, and you're, you're going into the kind of the loading area of a Walmart. Mm -hmm. Um, the first thing you immediately notice is that kind of all the walls have been gutted of this place. Like it is just an open floor plan now. And in the middle of it, you do see this, this giant machinery with just people kind of circled around it, like in circles around it, you know, and they're, they're hooked up, you know, by wires to this machine. And the machine has kind of this blue glow to it. Uh, it doesn't have like any displays or anything, but it definitely, the people are hooked up to it and it's definitely, you know, it's definitely drawing energy out of them in some way. So I, th I think, I think I'd like to do another, another role here. Cause I don't know, unless you have a good reason why you've been in this facility or seen these communipods, I'm sure people have heard about them and talked about them, sure. but the actual amount of people who've been in there, like seeing it would be mm -hmm. kind of hard to, you know, hard to handle, I would think. Okay. And that's going to be, I think it's going to be empathy. Oh, damn. <laughs> and then you give us a negative for, for that as well? Um, I think I'm going to give you one negative dice because this is your first time encountering it. So it's going to be a lot to kind of power your way through mentally. A straight up fail. I, I feel like my positive at this point would be a negative. Like I have a feature that says intuitive, but like also being that way, just be like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I straight up fail. So I'm gonna roll two stress or two negative dice then. Okay. Uh, the pink one is the positive. How did I fail empathy? That's like one of my. <laughs> Of, I, of all of your things, Morgan, you failed empathy. I have a five in empathy, or a four. Oh, it's only a four. I have a four in empathy, and I rolled a six. Wow. That's but okay. It also canceled out a stress guess, die, so I only take one stress now. I guess you're just very jaded at this point. I mean, I have a one. There was no way I was going to win. I mean, maybe <laughs> there's so, no way I was getting that. I'm so Wedge emotional. I'm so emotional by saying this. I just. I don't yeah, keep so. It together. 
So, so uh, for fails, what is that? What do we, what do we think the reaction is? What does a fail like that look like for everybody? I think I, I just freeze. Yeah. Like, I think I'm just, I'm just in shock of what it actually looks like. Like it's been described to us. Like we've, maybe we've seen like some schematics of some sort, but like this is in our faces now and it's, I'm, I'm stuck. I don't want to say stuck, but I'm frozen. Yeah, yep. wide-eyed, slack-jawed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At least for me, tears are starting to like brim in my eyes and starting to stream down my face. Like it's, I'm just, I'm so upset. <laughs> and, and Wedge, Wedge wrote a six, so they failed pretty bad uh, and took stress. So I think they actually. I think you hear them begin to whisper, I can't do this. I can't, I can't, I can't do this. And they turn to start to run out of the building. I, I, I grab him. I, I grab, I grab him by the shirt. Okay. Is it, well, is it they dim pronouns? Um, it, 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 yeah, it has been. I was, just cl- I was just clarifying. Sorry. Yeah, so. Sorry. I should have laid out their pronouns. It is they them. I wrote down pronouns for everybody. I should have told you all what they were. But yeah. I, I grab them by their shirts. Okay. Um, let's roll to see if you do. I was reaching out to grab their hand too, so. Well, you are both going for it, so you can both get an extra positive die because you're both trying to, to helping. grab them. Yeah, you're helping each other grab Wedge to keep them from running out. Is this uh, a physical? Yeah, let's do, let's do decks. Okay. Is there a negative? Um, oh, sweet. I totally win. I I'm totally positive. <laughs> I don't think there's a negative. Cool. I'm glad I have a five in dexterity because I rolled both of those fives. <laughs> I had a three and I rolled two threes. Awesome. <laughs> All right. So y'all are able to grab them uh, and they're fighting back a little bit. You know, they're like, I, I, I can't do They're starting to get in a little bit loud too. They're like, I can't do that. I can't. Hey, we hey. need you. <sighs> we need everybody to work together in order to do this, to get them out. We need you. <sighs> okay. And they're hey. like, ah. Uh, I'm gonna just like hold her hand and like look up to them like you're with us you got this I believe in you and I'm just trying to like push my emotions onto them be like I'm freaked out too but we we can do this so we've got each other we have a plan we we will be able to figure this out okay and I think they they start to kind of breathe take some deep breaths like okay okay yeah you're right we yeah you're right we have we have to we we have to get them unhooked and, and freed and, and out of here. Um, okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, I'll I'll keep watch. Um, make sure. Yes, you keep you keep them away from us so we can get this computer set up and hopefully get this thing turned off. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I'll keep the perimeter. Then how I'll, I'll I'll just kind of. And you know they look over and kind of like nope. Take don't worry breath. about them. We got this. But you you've got you've got to keep them away from us. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'll I'll keep the perimeter. Uh, just please be quick. Let's let's get them out of here and and you know away from this place. And we will leave y'all as you begin to hook up the computer. Uh, and then we will jump back over to Alex. So Alex, I think you all are, you and Todd, uh, he and Todd are making your way through this neighbor's like, yeah, it's just, it's just between these houses. Um, and it's just right there in the middle of the street. 
Perfect. I assume we, uh, we, we get up there and we approach it. And what do we see when we get there? So as you're walking up, uh, you're, you're kind of, you know, Todd's kind of falling back a little bit uh, and you're out in the front. Mm-hmm. And you walk up on a Gladius, indeed. Uh, the problem is, is it is in shambles. There's missing arm, missing leg, the head, just wires are all running out of it. This thing is in no shape that you were told. Uh, Todd, you really think we're going to be able to fix this thing up? And that's where you hear the click of a pistol hammer. Oh, Todd! <laughs> Uh, so I put my hands up in the air. I got my, um, my Trek pole is probably the loop is holding it to like my wrist, but everything's up in the air. Todd says, no, um, I don't think we're going to be able to fix it. Obviously. What's your end game here, Todd? Well, my end game, uh, why don't you turn on around here? Yeah. So, yeah. You know, is to keep my people safe. Uh, cyborgs aren't patrolling there. I don't, I mean, like I said, why would we poke the bear? I mean, you're you already have Wedge off on this mission. He knows what this is. He's going to be coming back with everybody else, or he's not going to come back at all. So, I don't I don't see what eliminating me is going to do to help this situation right now. Um, Wedge was they them. I just wanted to let you know. Oh, sorry. Thank oh, you. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't care, Wedge. I don't care about Wedge. Wedge has been here. A couple months, uh, and they've got, and they have the same mentality of all as all of you, wanting to fight back and and you know go after the cyborgs. That's why they volunteered for the goddamn mission. And I was glad to see them. There's no way they're walking out of that. What happens if they do? They won't. I mean, based off what you told me, the cyborgs, even if they do wake up those people, the cyborgs are going to fall on them quickly, and they'll all be killed. That's a that's a risk. I mean, you're risking out on the opportunity to be a hero in this. I don't want to be a hero. I want to be alive. That's fair. I don't I don't know what you want from me, Todd. I don't know what you want from this right now. Well, I don't I mean, I don't want anything except I'm going to have to kill you and I've sent five iron and birdie off to kill that friend of yours that knows all this shit about how to shut this down so we don't continue to poke a bear that doesn't need to be poked oh okay and um what are you gonna do about that <laughs> point behind you and i'm making some sort of a roll here i assume. yeah make a roll <laughs> uh, i 100 knew i was gonna have my villain monologue oh sure that's great I'm looking forward to it um what am i doing here for this uh charisma um yeah to convince, to convince them uh, yeah to convince uh, morgan i have a i have a can i have a uh charisma of a four okay um i have not oh uh i have as a minus for me not intimidating as in the slightest so that might are you trying work. to be intimidating or are you trying to be distracting i'm trying to be distracting so i guess that would... i'm saying if any of these other ones would help me in any way, shape. Oh, I handle myself in a crisis. I got that as a positive. Nice. So I think those those two might be my only only ones. One negative yet? Uh, yeah, just the self. You had a self, or yeah, just one negative. Yeah. 
and none of us can see your screen, so you can tell <laughs> us whatever we want. <laughs> it's a positives are one and two, and then the stress is a three. All right, so I take a stress, but I pass because I have a five or four in charisma. Um, so I think if this works, my plan is going throwing us back into act two. I think I still have a can of my bear mace. Okay. On me, and I'm going to, if he looks around to see what I'm pointing at, I'm going to then spray him with the mace. He definitely turns around and lo- at least looks over his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Uh, when can... he turns when he turns back, the can is in his face and being emptied. Okay. Yeah, and Todd just screams uh, as this, this bear mace is just in his eyes, and he, you know, he drops his gun, and he kind of, he's like, God damn it. Oh, mm-hmm. you, you, you fuck. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to also shoot him in the foot. Okay. Um, <laughs> I want I want him to have a hard time catching up to me. I'm grabbing the gun off the ground, uh, and I will shoot him in the foot if he okay. is distracted enough. Do I need to roll for that as well? Uh, yeah, let's do – I guess that's going to be a dexterity roll. Uh, dexterity roll uh, is going to be a three on that. Um, handle myself in a crisis again. I'm going to tag that again. Um, negative, Kit. Yes, no. Um, I think just negative, just, I mean, I'm going to say that you're, you know, you're act trying to go quickly, you know? Yeah. And I have, I mean, we have my, my trauma is that I'm, I'm, I'm in pain. I'm in, I'm limping. So I think that it would be a negative court towards my dexterity. Yeah. So two negative then? Um, just one. We'll go. Okay. Well, no. Yeah. Are you taking an extra negative negative for your foot? Well, I assume that that would be the negative to my dexterity. Okay. Yeah. We'll no? just do one okay. negative. Then. Okay. A one and five, and the negative is two. So uh, I'm yeah. guess that I'm I take I take one more stress, but right. I pass. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you put you give Todd a hole in his foot, um, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. just makes him yell more, and he's just kind of lounging forward and just swinging, you know, blindly. You know, well, just he can't. Mm-hmm. Sorry, he's just loud, lunging forward and swinging just frantically because he can't see. You know. Hmm. Um, I, at that point, I just, let's see, like, damn it, Todd, you're a crappy leader. Like, these people expect, they these your people deserve better than you. And when you make your way back to them, you can explain to them what happened here. I'm going to take his gun and just, uh, well, you're talking. Start walking, start making my way back as quick as I can. Oh, I am talking a lot. You're okay. talking a lot. So he's going to use the sound of your voice and do a good. I'm going to do, give him a roll to give a to do a lunge at you to try to grab. Oh, but he's going okay. To have, he's going to have a you know he's going to have two negative dice on him because he's you know been shot. We're in a, we're in an actual full fight. Yeah. So he's going to, but he's because you're talking a lot and he can kind of pinpoint you. He's going to lunge at you. Um, he got two stress and just one success. So I think he gets, he lunges at you and I don't think he gets a hold of you, but I think he does like, he scratches you, uh, you know, and, and knows kind of where you are now. Uh, okay. So, but he definitely gets a hand on you and, you know, does a little bit of damage. You know, you can take a, add a stress, you know, a, a physical okay. stress. I have, I have three stress on me now. So how does that affect me in this game? It's been a little while. Um, it has, let's see, let me get to stress real quick. Yep. I just want to make sure we like give whatever proper positives and negatives are needed for the next sets of actions. I think it just makes you, yeah, it doesn't do a negative effect. You just get the, the resistance, you know? Okay. 
on your next one. You, you know, so you'll ignore one stress anytime you're going to take stress in physical stress going forward. I see. Okay. Um, so yeah, are, you're monologuing back at him a little bit and he lunges out at you and, you know, gets a hand on you, but you're able to shake free of him. Yeah. I think I'd probably do some sort of like whack, try and whack his hand away with the truck pull that I have still okay. looped to my wrist or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we'll say you get that one in without having to do another run. Yeah. Um, I think at this point, since he's blinded and limping, my goal is I'm just going to try and back away and get away from him best I can and start making my way back. I don't, I don't need to drop him dead. Yeah. I think that he's going to be happy. We're far enough away from everything with him being blinded and immobile that yeah. I should be able to get some distance, but I think next thing I need to do, my next thought is I need to find a vehicle because I'm not going to be able to get there faster than to back to base faster than, um, it was a five iron and, um, five iron and birdie or and he birdie says, he says they're on their way to go kill Kent. So, cause yeah. the with the knowledge on how to, how to yep. do this. I have to go save Kent. So, uh, what do I see? You said this was in the middle of the street, right? Yeah, you could probably find a car. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm mean, looking for. I'm going to look know, for. Find okay. a car that has gas, uh, you know, a, a, a good battery. It's probably going to take a little while. Yeah. So, um, I think I'm going to I'm gonna throw out there, too, that it's – and you can tell me whether this works or not. Since there's been such a time gap and we, we like, came up with, like, what sort of things may have happened in between, I feel like just as a necessity, if anybody in our place knew how to hotwire cars, they probably taught everyone how to hotwire a car. Yeah, it's probably common knowledge that people would have picked up by now. Yeah. In case um, you ever need to get get away somewhere fast. Exactly. Or if a road's if the road's blocked by a car, we and we just need to move it out of the way to be able to move something else, like instead of just trying to break and move put it in neutral, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. So um yeah, so if we want to do a cut so, there and come back to me when I have a vehicle later, we can do that too. Yeah, we can do that. Um well we can resolve this in one or two ways. We can either sure. you can take a while to find one, you know, a lot of uh, you know, a good chunk of time will pass, you know, or we can like do a roll to do it quickly. I think a roll to do it quickly because I want to make sure I have time to save Kent. Okay. So I think in this situation, none of the stats really fit. So I think we'll do another high low roll. Sure. Uh I'll go with high. High you find it quickly. Mm -hmm. Okay, so four, five, or six, you find it quickly. Um, one, two, or three, it's going to take you a, a good long while. Oh, no. <laughs> That's good. Too. You just killed you. Kent with that roll, Morgan. <laughs> don't, put, don't put your shit on me, Alex. <laughs> How dare you? I'm trying to be nice. I'm nice for you. Yeah, mm -hmm. thank you. Mm -hmm, so I, I think it probably takes you – I think you find a vehicle – pretty easily one that you know looks like the battery is probably still good or you find another battery it's just it takes you a while to find gas sure like i feel like gas would be one thing with people probably running yep. generators and stuff gas is the one it's probably thing. a lot of it's already been safened off and everything yeah. yeah yeah so that's what takes you a good 45 minutes is to find gas but yeah you what kind of vehicle you want uh let's make it just like my old car we'll make it a honda crv so i know how to actually drive it and i'm comfortable with it all right, so yeah, we will leave you there as you, you know, as you're, we leave you as you're looking for a vehicle. We'll pick back up with you, you know, on the road. Cool. And we will go back to 
Uh, Diana Morgan. Um, what are y'all doing? I know that you are y'all are you like setting up to get the computer hooked up? Yes. So we, now that we've we've tasked Wedge, they've got their plan, what they need to do. I guess we are locating the hookup spot for the computer and beginning that process. And is there any? You said there's not any guards in here, right? Um, at the moment, no. Okay. I think if that's the case, then I'm going to sneak around to wherever a front door is or another exit. Okay. And is there like a, is it like the um, stock door? You said it was flattened out, so maybe that's not there, but I'm picturing because I used to work in retail and um, at a big store and we had like those stock door rooms that had like the, like the plastic panels to see through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do they still have those doors there or is it? Or is it something else? Um, I think, I mean, I think this Walmart, like all the walls and everything have been torn down. So it is just one giant warehouse space essentially now. Okay. So, yeah. You're going to see if anybody comes in, uh, you know, pretty easily. I mean, there's only one really obstruction in the room and that is the, the machine that all the people are hooked up to. Okay. But you could definitely go like up to the front doors and peek out there to see, you know, kind of get a lay of where the guards are that you knew were out there. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go take a look see while Diana's getting the computer running. Okay. Yeah, my we'll, part doesn't come in until things are in progress. Yeah. All right. I'm computering. And Wedge is kind of making their their rounds. Uh, as Morgan, you head up to the front of the building and peek outside, and you do see you do see the two guards. Um, actually, you do see the four guards that you saw the two kind of out at the end of the parking lot near the little gas station thing. And then the two that are closer to the building, you see all of them still making their rounds. Um, so, you know, all the ones you had accounted for are still accounted for. Okay. Um, but it's at that moment you hear Wedge go, oh, shit. And you turn around and one of these grunt cyborgs has walked into the to the east side of the building, into that loading dock. And oh, no. very quickly clocks you all as Wedge raises their gun uh, and gets ready to fire off a shot at them. The cyborg has seen Wedge. So Wedge is definitely going to take a shot at it. Oh, it's going to be so loud. Oh. <laughs> so I will roll for Wedge. They are really good with this rifle. Uh, I'm but... glad that rifles hey. are loud. Yeah, they are They are shooken. Or shooken, shaken. Shooken? Okay. Shooken. So they did succeed with the stress. Uh, so they're gonna they they got they rode three positive dice. They got three, three, and four. Their skill is a three for dexterity for shooting. Uh, they're good with this with this rifle. That's that's kind of their one of their big skills. So they shoot as this kind of as this uh, this grunt cyborg notices them. And you see the bullet, I mean, you don't see the bullet, but you see the impact of the bullet hit this cyborg, like just dead in the shoulder and kind of spin them around and they fall on the ground. Um, they're probably not dead, but they are down or whatever dead is for a mm -hmm. cyborg decommissioned. They're, you know, they're not, but they are knocked down. I type on the computer faster. Um, am I still at the window, like, or the front door? Uh, you could be kind of, I mean, yeah, if you. you I'm going to take a look and just see if, they, if there's any movement. Oh yeah, they definitely heard a shot. Oh, shit, uh, shit, they're not shit, they're not shit, full shit. on running, but they are reacting. I am running back to wherever Diana is. I'm like, all right, we're gonna have company soon. So wedge, uh, be be ready. 
Yeah, so Wedge is already loading another uh, round into this into this rifle. Uh, they've kind of clicked into kind of, you know, this mode where they're ready to defend. Okay. Okay, okay. cool, 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 cool. Um, Diana, how's it, how's it going over there? I don't know, how's it going? <laughs> well, I reckon we can do a roll for you to, to mm -hmm. see if you're getting everything hooked up, um, okay. you know, which you have, I think you probably have detailed instructions. So maybe you did actually write them on your arm and you're following it. I totally wrote them on my arm. <laughs> it's just kind of how quickly you're doing. So let's do, let's do a mental based roll. Um, okay. Whatever that is. Your what is logic? Logic. Is that the, yeah. Okay. So and logic. do I need how many negative? Um, we will do just because you kind of have added pressure now. One. Okay. Yeah. One, and I'm keeping my good under pressure. Okay. So two positives. Sweet. I got one under and one over on my positive, and my negative is also under. So yay, I win. What it does your negative match one of your positives? No. Okay, so it doesn't cancel out. So you do take the stress, the negative, yeah. So okay. you'll take the stress, you know, to your mental, just you know, you're under pressure now. So cool. Uh but yeah, you're 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 moving along, you're running the program, you know, you're you're probably about 70 way 70 percent of the way done, you know. So you're gonna need some protection. I okay. I'm gonna do a dumb or maybe the smart. We'll see. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Is there any more fire extinguishers left in here? Like, or do you think they got looted? Uh, let's do the good old high low roll. Uh, what What do you want to be your success? Uh, high or low? Uh, well, I went high last time and failed, so I'm gonna go high again and hopefully the statistics will be better. Okay. Yeah. It was a five. All right. Yeah, you have a fire extinguisher. I'm going to put it by the front door where they're coming in and be like, Wedge, shoot that first if you need to. Okay. Yeah. Wedge is like, yeah, okay. Um, and kind of lines up on it. And, she, and they're like, uh, you should probably go check that one. Uh, make sure they're down. Uh, okay. Okay. And I'm going to run up there. And... Good thinking, so, Morgan. I'm trying. <laughs> so you run over to that one and it is laying on the ground. Uh, it's a, it's a cyborg. Um, I mean, it's most, it's, it's a good portion of his machine and it's, I mean, you see kind of the mechanics of it running. So, you know, it's not, you know, decommissioned or out of commission now. Uh, so there's a good, I mean, you see that a good portion of it's, it's right shoulder area has just been, you know, has a good size hole punched through it, you know, so that's probably not going to work pretty well, but you know, that it probably will start getting up in just a moment. Um, Unless you, you know. It had a gun on it, like a shotgun. Is that what you said? Yeah, it did have a shotgun. Yeah, which is laying on the ground. I'm going to sling that over. If it has a strap, I'm going to sling that over my shoulders. Yep. That's mine now. Okay. That's my shotgun. Um, and then I'm just going to... Uh, uh, <laughs> do I put out a commission or do I just leave it be? Oh, it's going to come after us. Y'all can't see how distressed I am. But it's here. It is largely robot. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to take out the pistol and just like, uh, yeah, I'm going to just, I'm going to not look, but I'm going to shoot and fire. Okay. Uh, because you're, I can't look. You're, you're point blank. Um, and yeah, it looks like a pistol does. I think that says three damage, which is all that you need to, yeah. to, to blink its lights out. Okay. So you do, uh, you do, you turn, you, you, you 
don't look, but you know where you aim, you don't look, you pull the trigger and that thing is out of commission now, you know? I'm shaking and I put the pistol back and just run back to the end and like, can, can I, can I do the thing yet? Can we, can we? We're, I'm, I'm almost done Morgan. Good job. You did great. <sighs> I know. I, I know. I know. Like we're, we're almost there. We're, we're almost there. It's going to be fine. We got this. Yeah. And you hear Wedge said, all right. And you hear Wedge go, y'all, they're, they're, they're almost here. And then I think we will cut over to Alex. Yeah, uh, I am gunning it as fast as my little CRV will go, trying to get to the base. Okay, uh, which base? My base or the high school? I'm going back to where we are, where you are, because I got to try and intercept them or get to someone who can protect you. Okay, so yeah, you are driving as fast as you can back to the high school to hopefully catch up to Five Iron and Birdie. Perfect. Um, yeah, I'm driving um, on a straight or whatever paths I know to get back to the high, uh, to the high school. Um, do I see them or no on the way? Uh, yeah, you know this area. I mean, you were a runner before you broke your foot, so you know yeah. a lot of this area. You know the roads to take and you know, everything. Um, let's see. Um, I'm going to roll a dice to see if they left immediately or if they hung around their base for a little bit to see sure. if maybe you have a chance of catching. Cause I mean, you know, the, the, the distance between the high school and the golf course is a few miles, you know, so, it, you know, moving at a slow pace for them, moving quietly and stealthily, it would take them a little while to get over to the high school. Sure. So let's do high, low high will be your bent to your benefit. Low will be to theirs. Uh, I wrote a six. So yeah. yeah, you can catch up to them as they are uh, probably just, you know, a few blocks away from the high school. Uh, I'm going to drive at them uh, to try and graze them, knock them over, but not intentional. Not, I'm not like trying to like, you know, speed bump them. I'm not trying to go like right over them. Um, my goal is to scare them, knock them around and then go past them over to the high school. Okay. Um, let's dex roll. Yeah, let's do a dex roll just to see, you know. Yeah, so dex is three, right? I said that before. Dex is three. Um, and for this one, I'm going to use, uh, I'm going to give myself, if I can, handle myself in a crisis again and spatial recognition as I actually know where I am and can see the field to know where I'm driving through. Okay, so how many positive dice total? Uh, so it's one for using the stat, right? And then two yeah. pluses. So okay. three die there. And then one negative dice uh, for just trying to, I mean, you know, you've got a, you got a hurt foot. And, yeah. you know, you're trying to, you know, strategically aim this vehicle, something you've not been great at in the past. No, nope. you're driving it this time. Do you have a designated dice roller? Oh, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> what are we doing? Sorry. Three positive, one negative. Yeah. Aiming okay. to get below a four or below a three. Okay. Oh, yeah, you did. And you still took a stress. Oh. Actually, all those are passes, but you still took a stress. Okay. Does the negative match any of the nope. positive? Okay, good. All right. All right. So tell us what it looks like. You do exactly what you're shooting for. Um, I think I do one of those like action movie power slides with the car and the like back half kind of knocks one into the other one and sends them tumbling. 
uh, together. And then I uh, keep straight away on uh, to the high school. Um, and I'll, as they get pretty close, I'll band in the car and try and run in. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Visit row2playpodcast.com for more information. R-O-L-L-2playpodcast.com. Like us over on Facebook at Row2PlayPodcast. Follow us on Twitter at Row2PlayPod. Have a question or comment? Email us at Row2PlayPodcast at gmail.com. If you want to play with a game with us, just hit us up on any of our social media and let us know. And lastly, our music is the intro track from the Spellbreaker EP by Tritachion. Visit SoundCloud.com slash Tritachion. play podcast featuring one shots and mini campaigns of all your favorite power by apocalypse games each campaign will be a different pbta game with a rotating cast of diverse players i'm your host diana lorraine i am your game master morgan Nunzio. i am your producer Kristen devine let's, let's power, power up, up.